Hi guys, welcome to the Grego Show podcast. I'm your host, Gregory Joseph Gray, but you can call me Grego. It's a pleasure to be speaking with you for the very first episode of the Grego Show podcast. But before we begin, I want to have a little language disclaimer here. Yes, I'm speaking English, but if you're around children, you'll have to excuse my French. With that being said, let's get started. I hope you enjoy it. Hi guys, welcome to the Grego Show podcast edition. I'm your host, Gregory Joseph Gray, but you can call me Grego. I'm a male dance performer. Some would call it a bio king, like contrary to drag queens, there are bio kings, meaning I perform to music basically like a drag queen does, but I just present myself in the male form and a producer promoter in central Texas. More specifically, I live in San Marcos, Texas, next to the beautiful San Marcos River. I came over here in 2013 whenever I went to Texas State and studied electronic media, which is basically a fancy way of saying television, radio, and internet publishing. While I was going to college, I worked a lot in campus media. I did opinions writing and videography for the newspaper. I also did recording, production, and promotion for the radio station KTSW. My freshman year, I wrote in a tech news blog by the name of Digital Bounds. Shout out to Leon if you're listening to this. Thank you so much. He was one of the first outlets that ever paid me for my work. And it was really awesome to not only be published within campus media, but to also seek those news writing opportunities outside of academia. Aside from that, one of the most awesome jobs that I had while I was in school was working for the Meadow Center for Water and the Environment. I was like an environmental meme king. <laughs> In some ways, I produced videos to show people how to go down the trails and would basically just post on social media and review grants, the language and the writing that we would send to get grants for the environmental nonprofit. A really cool part of my job was I got to walk around the trails and take pictures of just beautiful nature and nature photography is one of my favorite things ever. So that job was like a dream come true. I also got to work with Austin's NPR station, KUT, and had this really cool workshop where I got to produce a piece of storytelling and it actually got broadcasted on KUT. It, it might actually even be on the website now. If you creep hard enough in my SoundCloud, you'll probably find the examples of all of the work that I'm talking about. 
I was an advertising and sales development intern, as well as audience engagement and production over at Texas Monthly Magazine, which is the second largest magazine in Texas. The team was super duper nice, and it was hella fun. Last but not least was a really cool competitive marketing workshop that I did with Cox Media Group in San Antonio. They own a couple of radio stations, and we had to basically come up with a marketing strategy to basically address a growing diversity within our generation, um, how you would attract younger Latino uh, demographics, and that was awesome. Another thing about whenever I was in school, and I swear to God this is probably going to be the last thing that... I mentioned regarding, like, look at me, I'm a workhorse. During sophomore and junior years of college, I had free flights because one of my best friends has a mom who works for United. And during those years, my time usually consisted of going to the club and partying super duper hard during the week and then finding a random country to go to on the weekend. And I would spend about a day or two there if I was lucky, maybe three days, but like sincerely pushing it um, and then come back for class. And I would work like three jobs uh, <laughs> and internships. It was crazy. At one point I was working three jobs in two internships. Um, I used to do sign spinning. I was a bar back. And then I even worked for a, uh, like, apartment place, but that was definitely not fun. And you will hardly ever hear me mention that job <laughs> because it sucked. Um, but the places that I went to, I would usually, you know, end up going to these places and doing photojournalism projects that I never released. And uh, just to name them... I've been to Venice, Amsterdam, Puerto Rico, Colombia, Tokyo, South Korea, Hawaii, New York, Chile, Mexico, Guadalajara, and Veracruz. I'll talk about these trips in later episodes, but I just wanted to throw it out there because it's going to serve as background. I don't want people to be like, what the hell do you mean you went there? I mean... Whatever, I'm sure that'll happen anyways, but yeah, I've kind of been everywhere, and eventually I would love to have a job where I get to uh, travel like that just on the regular, and uh, either perform doing dancing all over the world, which would be super fun. I've fucked it up in so many clubs around the world. Oh my god, that is a whole episode of itself, because clubbing brings me so much joy. So I graduated in May 2018, and now I'm kind of doing the damn thing. I've been wanting to do this podcast for a really long time, and I got super in my head about it. The reason why I call this the Grego Show Podcast Edition right now is because for a lot of people who don't know me before I came to San Marcos, the Grego show already existed. It was a YouTube series where I would basically do um, dramatic 
<laughs> reenactments of people who were either getting on my nerves or just like annoying things um whenever I was in like middle school and it was pretty cute and funny I've been looking at some of the past episodes I might end up releasing them just just to throw it back <laughs> um I don't know some of the stuff I said was problematic though I've obviously grown a lot since then it's like I was like 13 or something, so a lot of stuff is just straight up dumb, what I would say. But the Greco show now is going to revolve around existential conversations, still some of the craziness, the skits that I would do. I have so many characters in my mind. I'm, I love performing. It's part of my background when I was in like middle school and high school. I was always a theater kid. And I've even played, like, Brad in Rocky Horror at the gay bar here in San Marcos. So what you can expect is some intense conversation, ridiculousness, and basically to encapsulate it all, I would say the best and worst things going on right now. Right now, we're going to focus on the best things because 2020 is right around the corner and I am so excited. I'm just riding a wave of pure ecstasy right now in terms of my creative energy. Whenever I did the Grego show so many years ago on YouTube, it was so it was cute. It was a really fun time, but one day I went to the mall, the local mall in Baytown, Texas, which is where I'm from. It's a little southeast of Houston. I ran into this group of girls and they knew my name and they were just talking to me and I thought it, that was funny and they actually started repeating parts of some of my episodes to me and so I was laughing and then I was like so where are you guys from and they were like oh we're from Beaumont and that's a town that's like an hour away. And something about that just completely freaked me out. I was not ready for that at all. So I pretty much went home immediately after that and uh, put all of my shit on private. And the only other time I made a video was whenever I was running for junior class president against this uh, dude who was like super duper religious and he would basically do um like prayer over the morning speaker and that didn't sit well with me I was like oh hell no I'm not gonna I would I would always say if I have to sit there and listen to a moment of silence or like listen to somebody either speak on the announcements or at my graduation it's gonna be me so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna run for class president, and I did a video, and in that video, I'm pretty sure I was like, okay guys, like, after I win, I'll make another video, whatever. Never did, because A, I'm a piece of shit, but B, I get really into my head about things, and whenever it comes to my creative projects and everything that I do... I never want to be ashamed of the work that I put out, and especially being in, like, middle school and high school, 
there would be days where I would wake up and like if I had a little bit of acne, I was like, I absolutely can't do an episode today. And so that just kept on going on for so long. And um, even in college, I wanted to do this podcast so bad, but I would just get in my head about, are you skilled enough to do what it is that you want to do? I think I pretty much have all of this background information done. So now we can finally move on to what I wanted to focus on for the topic of this episode, which is basically the whole reason for this episode and the resurgence of this project. So more to come on that after this funky break. This message is brought to you by Nobody. Nobody sponsors this podcast because it's fucking new. Also, Greg cusses like a sailor, so there probably won't be any sponsors. Keep up the good work, you fucking sociopath. Now back to the show. So a lot of people would ask me, even in high school and middle school, when is the Grego show coming back? When is that coming? Where? What happened? And it was so weird because at that point in time, I would feel so awkward about it because I've always struggled with depression in a lot of ways. I would say ever since I was like nine years old, that was whenever I had my big depression epiphany. And I'll, I'll go into that more at a different time. But basically, whenever people would ask me about it, I would feel really ashamed because I didn't know how to articulate my self-doubt in a way that wouldn't make people uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's so weird because it's like, now the conversation on mental health is much more prevalent but whenever I was younger it's like oh no I have to be happy all the time and I have to be happy for everyone all of the time and it got really hard because even though on the outside I lived this life that always looked like I was super happy I had a bunch of friends I was junior and senior class president I mean, on the outside, I was this super duper happy, joking kid, but on the inside, I kind of felt like I was dying really slowly, and um, I never wanted to inconvenience anybody with that truth, and I just felt like if I were to have done the Grego show back then, it would have been presenting a completely different picture than what... I knew to be true and what I was going to end up putting out there in the world. And so now I feel like I'm bringing as much as my authentic self as I'm comfortable with. And that's a huge, huge difference. A couple of years ago, even while I was in school, my plan was, okay, as soon as you graduate, you're going to go and 
easily get a job in broadcasting somewhere or maybe hosting a morning show or even doing QVC or some shit for Amazon. I know Amazon is evil, but like, fuck, someone's got to make a check. But after I got out of school, a lot of these places just were not calling me back. <laughs> and it was really shocking. I mean, I'd won so many awards while I was in college, ranging from reporting to the production work that I was doing and even marketing stuff. So whenever these places weren't calling me back or whenever I was getting that second interview and getting my hopes up and eventually heartbroken, um, I just felt like shit. And again, I was working like two or three jobs and I was looking for so long that eventually I just took what I thought was going to be the best thing financially. And I got into selling cars for a little bit at Nissan. And I love Nissan vehicles. Let me tell you, uh, <laughs> I drive a 2012 Nissan Altima. It's got two doors. It's white. It's beautiful. I love her. Uh, her name is Symphony because she runs pretty smoothly most of the time, knock on wood. Um, but while I was selling cars, I did pretty good my first month. My first month, I actually sold like 12 vehicles, which is kind of unheard of. And then I made top seller my first week. But unfortunately, that streak didn't last and neither did my enthusiasm for the job. So for whatever reason, that didn't end up working out. And, um, it kind of felt like I was resetting everything all over again. And before I was selling cars, I was doing figure modeling. And the week before I started selling cars, I got really into yoga because I figured, like, I love modeling so much. It creates a space for me to meditate and reflect on things. So I took it up because I was like stretching it all out and getting into the zone of meditation, focusing on myself and stretching my muscles. Uh, I mean, it just, it feels so good <laughs> even talking about it. It makes me super happy. Yoga is one of my favorite things. So after Nissan didn't work out, I just really started going fully back into it. I started doing yoga a lot more. I would go to the river and swim in the beautiful San Marcos River. It's such a gorgeous hue of blue. I would take my goggles out with me and just listen to music, vibe out. And in school, I learned about neurons, which kind of functioned like the cookies on the web browser of your brain, which means that they connect to pretty much every single memory and action that you've ever done or that you will do. Whenever you do something new, new neurons get created and get associated with that memory. And what yoga taught me was that in some ways you can pair the neurons of memories with 
physical stress, the stress of arching your back, of reaching your toes, and of feeling the sunlight on you. And whenever I would pair that physical stress with a mental stress, it felt to me like as long as I left the mat not feeling stiff, knowing that I had worked out all of those physical things, that I was learning new pathways of getting over some of my insecurity and self-doubt that has been kind of eating away at me for so many years. And whenever I talk about that self-doubt, I'm talking about years of whether it was societal programming or just my own anxiety. It was this horrible voice that would literally, it felt like, I mean, it felt like how kind of my depression feels in its worst ways, which is it kind of feels like a ghost whispering over your shoulder all of these things that just tell you you're complete shit, that you're not worthy, like you don't deserve to live, nobody should love you, you will never make anybody happy, no matter how hard you try, and even attempting to try is a mistake that you should avoid. And unbeknownst to me, all of those voices that were shouting at me, that were telling me that I was worthless, that I would never be able to produce a podcast or any kind of work that would make me proud. Eventually, through all of the yoga that I was doing, I realized that those voices were going away completely. And it got to a point where I was sitting literally where I'm sitting right now on my couch and I just heard this voice say like, girl, cut the bullshit. Cut it. Cut it out. Like, what are you doing? You have so much creative energy that you can put into things and there's no reason to hesitate or stop anymore. And that was one of the first times that I really felt so powerful. And I mean, that's basically how I feel when I do yoga. It's like, whenever you learn how to quiet all of the external noise in your environment and really sit there and focus on yourself and reflecting on different memories and anxieties that eat at you, and whenever you stretch it out and just quiet it all and sit there in your power, it's like you feel like the most beautiful and radiant being that has ever walked to earth. And I know, I know exactly how this sounds. This sounds like hippie bullshit all the way. And a couple of years ago, I would have completely laughed at myself. I'd be screaming right now, being like, who the fuck are you? But this is my personal experience, and I'm not really religious. So to be able to have a medium like that where I'm able to really zone in on myself and reach a transcendent state, that is everything. And so... 
you know, let's give it up to Yoga and Rihanna for this episode, because Twitter keeps on saying that she was supposed to release that album, and I don't know if the receipts that I saw are real or not, but Yoga got rid of my anxiety to the point where I said, fuck it, we're gonna do this, and then Rihanna also inspired me, because I was like, you know what, if Rihanna doesn't drop this album uh, this year, I know what I'm gonna do, and I'm gonna drop my own shit, and originally I was gonna wait until it was my birthday to do this, but then I figured, why the fuck wait? Why wait? If I can do it now, and just chill and enjoy this wonderful New Year's Eve later, then there's absolutely nothing to hold me back. And it's amazing to me that after so much time of doing yoga and reflecting on myself and really doing self-care, and I mean self-care in the most productive, positive, and fulfilling ways personally. Like now, whenever I get into a bad mood, I can immediately recognize it as a moment that is temporary and begin working on actions to fight the messaging. And that's what I hope we do together. I want to help you fight your messages too, whatever they might be. And I want this to be a space where other people who have felt that same darkness, who have felt that same loneliness, you can just sit here, tune in, and we'll kiki and have a fucking grand old time because that's what you deserve. You deserve so much happiness. And if I'm able to provide that to you in even the slightest modicum, then that will make me so happy. Because we all deserve love and we all deserve to feel comfortable in our own skin and as ourselves. So just to go back to what this is going to be, it's gonna be a lot of addressing dark parts of life because whenever I say I've been through some shit I mean it's been fucking horrible <laughs> at some points and whenever I was younger I I had so much power uh in just how I maintained staying alive as a young gay boy and in the moment I never recognized how resilient I was, but now there are just so many lessons that I've learned that I can reflect on. So I want to do that, and I want to talk about things that make me super duper happy. We're going to be discussing existential angst. I'm going to be talking to some of my favorite people and people of interest and uh, using this as an outlet to share my creative energy. I think it's about time that I start sharing more creative stuff with folks because it makes me happy and I'm really just throwing a feather in the wind and hoping that you guys who listen catch it and love it just as much as I would. <laughs> and I know that sounds so narcissistic, but I mean it 
completely and sincerely out of love. I think if there was ever a time that people needed a daily dose of love, it's it's right now. I mean, the world's going to hell in a handbasket, so... Starting a podcast and a website where I get to discuss my existential angst, tell other people's story, and share my creative energy was always the plan eventually. But the anxiety and social pressure of what it takes to become a voice worthy of being listened to always tore at my heart and soul. To be an artist is to be vulnerable, and to share that vulnerability in a way that may very well be tossed into the cosmic funnel of cyber sludge that is this digital landscape is an extreme vulnerability that made me toss and turn to the point of creative debilitation. Someone once told me in their own battle with artistic angst that one of the things that they keep in mind is a constant reminder that, quote, nobody needs your art, unquote. Nobody needs your art. And for some reason, I thought this thing was made for me. So I created excuses for myself like, I'm not good enough yet. I should practice more anything to avoid confronting my artistic demons. The loudest voice of all was telling me for years that I'd never have what it takes to go out on a limb and produce the very content that I wished I could hear, something that would recognize me in my glory and power and say, I see you and I love you. That very same voice that had been haunting me for years had suddenly stopped altogether. Eventually, I mustered up the courage to begin looking back on past work, and for the first time in a long time, I thought of my growth and of my potential, and it made me smile. It's not always easy to get that state of transcendence, especially as someone who has a crazy amount of anxiety and an improving but nevertheless eternal battle with depression. But this yoga bullshit has helped me. And now that I've found the power of my voice, it's my time to tell you that I see you and I love you. Thanks for keeping up. We'll talk next week. With all of that being said, this is pretty much it. This is the complete first episode, guys. I am so excited. My eyes are literally tearing up right now. This is a huge milestone for me, and I can't wait. I hope that you guys all enjoy it just as much as I do, and I hope that I bring you laughs and ridiculous fucking moments, because let me tell you right now, this episode is pretty serious, but I am fucking crazy, and we will get to all of that next week. In the meantime, I want to give a couple of shout outs to some of the most important people to me. First pair of shout outs go to mom and dad and the rest of the fam that are going to Carmen San Diego their asses into this podcast feed. Um, I'm really not looking forward to that. Um, I love you guys, though. Thank you for pushing me forward. And mom, thank you for the words of encouragement. It really meant a lot. I love you. Um, my drag mother, Cheetah Daniels Kennedy, 
in San Marcos, Texas. I love you so much. She is the mother of drag in San Marcos. Uh, so many of the drag queens in San Marcos have gone on to Austin and really challenged themselves creatively. And it's beautiful to see the influence that she's had on all of us live on. Um, I want to thank Travis, who is my best friend that committed suicide three years ago. He inspired me so much to take on projects seriously and uh, almost to the point where he became a fucking voice that was always breathing down my back. But I absolutely love that man so much. That was my best friend. I want to also give out a shout out to KB, who is one of my other best friends, was also a best friend of Travis. We're going to have them on the show eventually. Christopher Lane Davis, who made the music that you were listening to, he is a wonderful artist. Um, you will hear me brag about him so many times, so just prepare for that. Also, I want to give a shout out to Y2K Wayne and Pink Star for the amazing party that they threw last Saturday, Cyber Queen, at the Coconut Club in Austin. Guys, that party was so fucking crazy. I was dancing until 4 o'clock in the morning. It was insane. Everybody was there. Um, my... My second drag fam that I feel like I'm getting in Austin, shout out to you guys. Ruby Knight, Bridget Bandit, Vestite, uh, previously known as Hentai, who is another fucking just icon of inspiration to me. I want to thank all of you guys, and even you, the listener. I want to thank you for giving me the time of day because as much as I plan on pursuing this full force, there's always going to be a part of me that feels like I'm not doing it justice because I have so much love in my heart and I just want to extend that out to you guys. So if you want to stay in touch with me, go ahead and get on Facebook and search The Grego Show, that's G-R-E-G-G-O Show, The Grego Show, or if Instagram and Twitter are more your thing, look me up, send me some love at Greg Gone Wild, like Girls Gone Wild, but Greg, G-R-E-G, G-O-N-E, Wild. I love you guys, I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve. I've got a ball to prepare for later. Thank you. Hope you guys stay safe this New Year's. Bye. I'm in the middle of trying to find like all the shit that I need to put together so that way I can properly record and make really great productions. And I'm just so happy right now. It's about goddamn time I did this. I hope that 
if I end up sharing this or whatever, that everybody gets just as happy as I am right now because this is what life is supposed to be about. I am one happy motherfucker. Yes.